Okay. Right. Try it again. And we're going in three, two, one, take 12. And it's a protege, eh? Yeah. Chronics are where you say, eh? Yeah. Episode two, the AIB show. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is the Saved by the Bell years. And, you know, we're going to... Hold on. What? Again? (laughs) So I'm looking on this dude's computer. And, you know, we want to talk about our high school years and the transition and our experiences, whatnot. So he said, let's just call it Saved by the Bell years. But I'm... (laughs) This... (laughs) Butu <laughs> has called it save by the bell years. Save instead of save. The, you know I, the show name, saved. I, there's a D, I get it. What had happened was, I, I just forgot the D. But, um. <laughs> I mean, yes. All right. If, if we're to believe that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so this is the save by the bell years. In essence, we wanted to touch base on uh, coming to America. I guess it could be called the coming to America years as well. But either way, this was our high school experience and when we got here and so on. Um, for those of you who were lucky enough to enjoy episode one, uh, we mentioned the fact that we got here at different times in the early 90s. Um, so wanted to kind of go into what that was like for, for Dom and myself and uh, explore that. So we'll go to Dom. Dom left uh, the high school that we had in Jamaica, as I mentioned, and fled to the U.S. Um, because his mom uh, wanted him to be safe and secure in the comforts of Boca Raton. But yeah, why the F did she pick Boca of all places? Or And I say she because I assume she decided. Um, I mean, I wanted to come. I wanted to come, honestly, one year later. I wanted to stay for one more year. You wanted to stay in Cornwall for one more year? For yeah. real? Why? Why not? I mean, it was an all-boys school <laughs> where your mom yelled yeah, at a but teacher. You, at that age, you have friends, you have this, you know, you, you, the unknown, right? So, yeah, I, I wanted to come to America. Um, Saved by the Bell, Kelly, Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle. I did, but I wanted to stay one more year. But, you know, Veej was in America. Dinesh, two of them, two of our friends in Jamaica were at the school in Boca, which shall remain unnamed. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, my kids go there. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the stalkers of the world are going to come after you and your children. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a, if only they could track us down yeah. on the internet because they use our full names, you idiot. <laughs> so uh, we had looked at that in another school uh, in the area as opposed to the Northeast. It's close to Jamaica. My sister was here. One of my brothers was here in Florida, too. So that's where I wound up there. So primarily, your mom just wanted to do no research and two of the kids went there from, from Jamaica. No, we so did research, but it was close. And yeah. All right, so you went to a school in Boca. I don't know how they found it. I, I'm curious about no, that. I have either no, way. Oh, Mahesh went there. Jeet's brother. But okay, who's the first person who found it? How yeah, the after yeah, they picked uh, Boca of all places? I, I guess no my question. There's yeah. boarding schools all over the country, and True. even in Florida. Maybe the South Florida aspect. Back then, there weren't many boarding schools in South Florida. There is significantly more now. Uh, wound up there, you know, in a dorm, probably about 50 other, 50, 60 other kids. You know, there's a the girls lived in another dorm. There were probably 40, 50 of them. So combine about 100 students, most of them international. See, it's islands. weird. Like, I viewed, I, I didn't go to boarding school. I wanted to, don't get me wrong, because all these other kids in Jamaica left and went to boarding school, um, and we didn't have the money, but it was, because, again, I had these 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 just, these, it, it everything seemed amazing. Like, it was, it would have been, like, the, the best experiences. You see all these pictures of people going to dances and all that stuff. Like, we didn't have any of that shit in Jamaica, so... All that stuff was... There's an infamous picture of me at the eighth grade dance. Three pictures, actually, in the yearbook. All sitting by myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
So with <laughs> <laughs> looking very lonely. In fact, we should upload it. Like very lonely. <laughs> That'll be the picture for this episode. What's yeah. funny is. So Dom was a chunky individual prior to well yeah to put I, it lightly yeah so well he got less chunky and then he I don't know it, 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 he's 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 gone up and down in this in the chunky roller coaster of weight but um, either way you you come to school in the U S you go to school in Boca and my assumption is looking at that was that that would be a pretty white experience and i don't even necessarily mean white people but i mean just the experience would be very vanilla very simple very it, it couldn't be more opposite of what we were used to yeah complete opposite like we have touched before things basically things like air condition you know but just the interaction of people and the type of people you're dealing with and the the social components and their backgrounds and their life experiences completely different than anything i'd experienced or imagined Right? Not, not good or bad, just different. Then the dorm was different because we're primarily interacting, especially at a younger age, with people within the dorm who came from all walks of life. What the F was that? Keep going, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't, there's just some all random background noise that caught me off guard. I had no idea what that was. Um, yeah, no, it was, um, all right, so then you go to school, you're, you're, you're in so, this dorm, the dorm is mixed culturally. So, so in the dorm is actually where somebody from Bahamas had mentioned to me about my mom being black, and that's when I kind of thought about it, you know, what am I actually? I never once thought about it, you know. So now, hold up, but was it Dre? No, it was someone else from Bahamas. Was, was, he, was he white or black? Or she, it was your dorm. So He's black. Like, so he was black and yeah. and asked about you being black. Not asked, just I, I don't remember how, just mentioned in the conversation. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. Um so then you so then you were okay, so that was your 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 okay. eye opening experience. Yeah, no, just opening it, yeah. Thinking about everything. All right. So then But the school itself, the the school itself, not diverse at all. Then Pre pre I'm overwhelmingly white. Now the international students browned it up a bit. So it was, right? yeah, be, oh yeah, because it's a day school and a, and a and night a school situation, yeah, right, as well. Yeah. So hold on, but all right. So what is okay? Let's say, let's talk cultural situations, right? Too. That's a that that's a culture shock. So mine was a different experience. We'll get into mine in a little bit. But what the hell was the culture vibe like? You come from living at home with your parents forever. Yeah. Now you come in a boarding school situation where you don't know anybody. Yeah, I knew a Did couple you, people. You, okay, who'd you know? Vij and Dinesh. Dinesh was still there at the time? Yeah, it was his last year. All right. So, okay, so what, did they take you under their wing? Like, what, the, what did they even, like, help you meet people? You obviously sat by yourself, so, I don't, and I don't, <laughs> and no, no. No, I actually, I actually roomed with Vij. Really? Yeah. Weren't you guys different years? No, we were the same year. Oh, okay. And friends, so we roomed with Vij. Dinesh was older. Um, miss him, of course. Let me guess that your mom made that happen, too, by the way, the room with Vij? I mean, she, yeah, what? No, ain't nobody chose crap. You yeah. know your mom talked to somebody no. and made that happen. No, she no. pulled some situation. Some we'll get at what she did in the college years. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Um, yes, yeah, so that experience, you know, going to school. Just different, you know. You don't really think, and, and you know, a lot's changed. Because back then, too, in the 90s, if, if this happened now, there'd be a lot more discussions on racial issues, topics, or even just noticing things, whether it's microaggressions with the way people, there's a lot of things I would have never noticed. It may not have happened, but just statistically speaking, there had to have been amongst my classmates, my peers, racist individuals, yeah. right? Boys, girls, whatever it is. 
right? But it, I wasn't mature enough and even enlightened enough to even notice if there was ever anything, whether something was done to me or to someone else. But it had to have happened. But I was just, I was just ignorant. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all right. So then, so you're in the school, you... Oh, there was actually, no, no, here's an incident. I remember there was actually a, funny again, religion, religion teacher who said, keep your black hands off of, I was touching something. Yeah, it was a whole drama with my parents and, and yeah. Hold up, hold up. What happened? And you told your mom? Yeah, it, listen, every class I was doing pretty well in, the funny thing it was coming from Jamaica, I didn't even think I was going to get into school in America because I... Cornell, my grades were horrible. Yo, so just horrible. We had like that. 11 or 12 subjects to take instead of like. But five. knowing that, but we, if you got no joke, passing grade was like a 42%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was that hard, right? So when we got here, things were pretty easy yeah, at pretty, the onset. It, it was ridiculously easy, right? Um, compared to Jamaica. I mean, I finished high school here at 16 and it was a breeze. But so coming, I didn't think I was going to get in. When I got here, Every class I was flying through easily except this uh, music slash religion class. I know I was getting Fs. Music slash religion. Yeah, it was some weird. Yeah, I was getting I was getting Fs. And that's an anomaly. It doesn't make sense. And that was kind of the evidence as something is wrong. This this teacher, I don't even feel one of getting fired. He never came back. I think they just I was too young, my parents were handling it. But yeah, he had a lot of aggression towards me and once said something to that nature. Damn, I'd never heard this story. Yeah. This is news. So other than that, I forgot about that. Other than that, not much, you know. See, it's so weird, right? So I was, um, wow. So I was lucky. I am lucky um, in a lot of ways. But I'm lucky in one of the ways that um, my skin tone doesn't discern, doesn't immediately identify who I am. And the reason I say that is because, so Jamaica's a, more a classist society than a racist society. Absolutely. Right? So like, being light-skinned, there's an assumption that um, I have wealth. Yeah. Um, you just automatically assume uptown. Yeah, and yeah, uptown, yes, yeah, uptown. And we, you know, and um, anybody who knows me knows not, not that. Not that there's, as, as we've talked about before, not that there's no, you know, racial issues or anything in the country, oh, which no, clearly are. Yeah. But there is a, a, a significant... Yeah, it's more classist. It, yeah, it's just more. It's more yeah. classist. Not that there yeah. isn't racism, but it's more classist than racist. And um, but I mean, again, racism does exist. But the reason I was saying I was lucky is because um, because I'm the ambiguously brown guy. It was a situation where, and light brown guy, where generally speaking, I was accepted in pretty much any group um, because I didn't. I wasn't threatening, right? I wasn't too far to either extreme. By that, I mean skin tone. You know, so I wasn't the white guy, but I wasn't too far off, and I wasn't the black guy, but I hung out with black people. Then, I, but I wasn't white either. So it was like, all right, you can you can hang out with us as well, which was interesting to me. So I didn't even understand. Like I, you'd see movies or whatever else, but I didn't have anything directed at me that was negative. But I saw it in other people. But I luckily didn't have to experience any of that. But you saw that at home or in, in Jersey when you came um, to high school. I mean, I'm just thinking about our childhood. No, so you know, in, very... in Jamaica, I didn't really see much. Right? right. That's that's. But then when I got to New Jersey, so I went to New Jersey because, um, well, I had to. So I graduated high school in Jamaica, and I was 15, and I was supposed to go to Syracuse, um, and that's because some family friend at the time had uh, was like, well, "I'll get you into Syracuse, not a big deal. Uh, you know, it doesn't even matter your SATs or whatever." And again, my grades are great, 
But, um, and I had no idea where Syracuse was. Like, legitimately <laughs> had no idea where Syracuse was. And, um, and I was like, yeah, college in the U.S. sounds amazing. Um, ran into some financial hardships, uh, my parents, that is. And so going to school, going to college directly was going to be an impossibility financially. Um, and my, my cousin in New Jersey took me in, which was something that I still give him props for doing because I don't think that I, well, not don't think, I'm, <laughs> I'm older than he is now and I've not done, I've not reciprocated in that fashion. Like, Adib? No, no, no. So my, we have another cousin whose who's name, who's name is Deepak, he oh. lived down the street from Ed. Um, but his family, his parents lived in Italy for the majority of the year and they have a house in Jersey. So he, him and his sister lived in the house. Um, and his parents were pretty much in Italy majority of the time. And then he was working at, uh, I want to say, one of the big four firms. I forget which firm he was at. But either way, he had like a proper job. But he was like in his late 20s, I think, at the time. I thought you said you're older than him. So you're younger. No, no, I'm younger than him. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he was in his late 20s at the time. But when you're just starting your career to take on, in essence, a kid. Yeah. Right? It was, I was like, yo, why? In retrospect, it was, it was I mean, I'm hugely grateful. But it's not something that I think, was not something that I don't know if I could ever do. Um, but either way, he was awesome enough to do that. I stayed with him for a year. And then um, Ed's mom, I stayed with her for a year, my, my senior year. And then I came and then I left uh, Jersey. Uh, but Wait, so Adib wasn't, Ed, Ed is, I'm his cousin, I call him Adib. He, his well, real name, his, his, his name. government name. Yeah. So he wasn't living, he was already in college? No, yeah. So uh, he was living, yeah, he was, he, was, he was going to Rutgers. So he was already in okay. college. So when I got to New Jersey, when I was staying at his house, he wasn't there. All right. Um, but... When I got to New Jersey, um, it was a situation again based on my complexion that I was afforded a, a lot of leeway, right? And then being the Jamaican guy, I was given it was like, yeah, that's a Jamaican guy, but he doesn't look Jamaican, right? That was what it was. Where everybody assumed if you're Jamaican that you had to have dreads and smoke weed. I have neither. Uh, I, I I don't smoke, never have, and I don't have dreads, and never will, obviously. But it was. Um, that was the thought process. So I went into a situation where I was, um, I was quote unquote interesting. Like I wasn't what yeah. they expected. So it was a good thing for me, right? But I didn't have any aggression from teachers or whatever because um, I don't feel that I fell into any, any credit. But, but to your point, you would see these things where you would have um, a stereotypical and again, racism, maybe the underlying situation here, uh, maybe stereotypes or whatever, but there was always the, there's always certain expectations of various cultures, right? And that's where it became more and more prevalent to me. Like you see the crap where any people are winning spelling bees all day long, whatever, which is both stereotypical and true, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, and so the expectation was that I was Indian, i.e. I would get good grades, and I did. Um, then there's expectation from the athletes and I grouped them together. Now, the majority of them happen to be black, but the athletes in general were always, it's, which is again, a standard stereotype, dumb jock, right? And that was expect, that was expected of them. So I, I saw these expectations and how that became what you were. Like it, it enforced who you became versus who you could have been, I guess. And you clearly were not that athlete in high school. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, I, I did zero sports, um, forever, except now. This guy is quite the high school, bro. Saved by the bell years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> my, my bad. If you see what happened with the Dom versus the mid, let's just say saved one by the of bell us years. went down a better path than the other. Or a save, as you like to yeah. say. Yeah. No, on. but you're right. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't do I didn't do athletics or anything like that. So I had no idea. 
Um, I was welcomed by the Indian community, of which I was confused by, because there was a whole bunch of people I didn't understand. I was welcomed by the white community, by the black community, et cetera. So I was good, except that I didn't know where I belonged, right? So the acceptance is one thing, but you had to make a choice of, hey, are you this, that, or the other thing? And I didn't even know where I fit. Because again, I'd watch Saved by the Bell, and it was fairly, after everything you saw on TV there was just white. Yeah, except, except A.C. Slater. I'm biggestly brown guy. Because you had, you had Hottie Lisa Turtle, clearly was not white. But she so was she the only was, one. And it was right. also funny because it's on TV now still, and I was watching it a couple Saturdays ago. And there was never a case. They always brought in other women, other white girls for, for Zach to date. And Lisa and Zach almost hooked up once. Yeah. Right? But the storyline was never them. Right. Right? And I was always like, because I, I, I think he hooked up with everybody. I don't know about Jesse. He did at one did? point. Okay. They had a thing, and then they said, no, we can't do that. Mm. And then and then AC Slater and Jesse started dating. And again, that was accepted socially because, again, he was ambiguously brown dude. Yeah. Right? And AC Slater is no, there's no um, connotation as yeah. to what he is. What the hell does yeah. that even mean? Yeah. What does AC stand for, by the way? No clue. All right. See, no idea. But nobody cared. And I remember once he almost got shipped off to Hawaii because his dad was military. Yeah. But he wasn't Polynesian or Hawaiian or Samoan or whatever, you know, and nobody ever said where he came from. I don't think he ever said where he came from. No. And he didn't dress any which way that would be, you know, non, it was just all jock related aspects. Right? So, but you know so you see how too? you see how the ridiculous this is, though? We're still, all these years later, basing our, our stuff off of one TV show. Yeah. So it was either remarkably successful or very It only had five bad. seasons. Only well, no, five. they had the other one. Remember in Jamaica, it was called Good Morning, Miss Bliss with oh, a couple, couple yes, people yes, before that. Yes, which was, again, yeah. Lisa, Screech, and Zach. Exactly, that's it. Right. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah, we based so much off of America still ingrained in us off of a TV show. You know, I work with, I work with the dude who played Ox. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's my uh, Mark Lehman. Big up, Mark. Um, wow. Yeah, Mark Lehman. I work with him. He played Ox. Yeah, because they're doing they're doing a revival show right now on Peacock, and he obviously he got a call as well to do some stuff and whatever um, because he was part of the original cast. He only did I think is only an, uh, a few episodes, but again, he was a character. Yeah, but my, you know, I digress. The point was that yeah, so I didn't know where I belonged. Yeah, and conversely for me, I just never crossed my mind where I belonged. It just especially living in the dorm so long. Um, in Jamaica, I never thought about it, right? Living in the, in the dorm in high school um, with just an eclectic mix of people. It was more representative, actually, of something closer to Jamaica, the dorm, really? than the school itself, right? Because it's a bunch of international kids, Exactly. Right? Yeah. A lot of island kids, South America, things like that, Asians. Now the school itself is way more diverse, um, which is what we like for our kids just to be exposed and understand their culture, their heritage, and others as well. Um, I went to another school also. I went to Pinecrest afterwards Yeah. for PG year. That was different. I mean, I remember first day of school. Well, pause. For what year? PG. The hell does that even mean? Postgraduate. It's postgraduate high school? Yeah. I thought you just went back for another year for whatever no. ridiculous reason. I didn't understand no, why that ever happened. Up in the Northeast, there's a ton of postgraduate stuff. High school? Yeah. Do you mean remedial? <laughs> like, is that no. to get your grades up so you can go to college? No, bro. It means postgraduate. For real? Yeah. Had no idea. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Moving on. Um, I remember this dude came up to me. He's like, yo, you're set. So what do you mean? He goes, 
new black guy at this school? Oh, my God. You're going to live it up. Girls. And I was like, really? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. <laughs> you know, you? Yeah, it's fun time. <laughs> um, but, okay. That being said, but it's, it's the automatic. That's what I'm talking about. It's the automatic visual of this guy's black. Right. Um, something I don't think about. But I also think but it's coming. I mean, it comes down to Obama. What's Obama? What do you mean, what's Obama? I mean, we all know Obama is black. Yeah. It's 50% black, right? And that, that's a deeper story. It comes down to, you know, slavery and electoral college and, the conf, you know, making them three-fifths of a man to mm -hmm. count for the, the, the population in the South, you know, because to get the union in the South, it's a whole other thing, right? So did now you listen to the podcast I sent you? There's a podcast um, called Throughline, by the way, NPR. Oh, I actually did listen to that. It is yeah. just amazing, period, just amazing. Yeah. That's a plug, which they could give two craps about for me, but it's awesome. <laughs> no. I, if, if you ain't right. listen so to actually, it, listen yeah, to it. That, so that, that, that comes down to that, where, you know, even even hundreds of years, or even post, you know, slavery and Jim Crow and things like that, if you've got a drop of black blood, you know, it's bad, mm -hmm. right? You can... That's where yeah. the connotation is you're, you're black. Because you think about it, if someone is, you know, a quarter Asian even, even say, right? You know, we don't go around saying all the time, you know, that person is Asian. Let's say their grandmother is Chinese, mm -hmm. right? And their other grandmother is white, their two grandfathers are white. Do we go around saying that person is Chinese? No. I never thought about that. Right? We always would do that for- But the explanation yeah. for you is that you were a mixed black kid. Right, it wasn't no. that you were black; it's that you were black and white. Well, no, the connotation mixed. is no. no I mean connotation, but I mean oh, when they, they see you, when they see me, they, they think mixed black. They just think black, even though in their head they may think he's got to be mixed with something. Correct. Yeah. Right, but that's not the processing. Gotcha. The processing is this ingrained black, right? Um, and that's just the way it is in America. That is you a know, that's very the whole dear America. Am I black? Because I had never thought about what I was. You know, my experiences are, have been based on what people perceive me as, which is predominantly and always black. So that's my, my good experiences and my bad experiences are based off of that. Everything that's happened to me, schooling, work, judicial system, of course, is that dating, it's always that. It's, it's you funny. You know, we, we joke about my wife, and I joke there was a guy who once said to her, to a friend of hers, you know, is, is she, he's from Alabama, is she still dating that black guy? You know, like, it's just... Perception, and perception eventually becomes reality for people. It's funny to me because when you just mentioned that high school thing, um, and 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 we'll 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 end and do a part two on this, but uh, at least a part two anyway. Um, when you said that, hey, your boy was like this, this dude was like, hey, you're gonna clean up, you know, i.e., you're the new black kid on campus. Mm -hmm. It's also funny because it's uh, the expectation there is that um, the white girls are gonna want to do something, uh, <laughs> you know. Un, uh, untort or you know unaccepted by the like you know rebel yeah. and you are the beneficiary at that point right of of the rebellion of the young white girl right um or even something it, it it can be that it can also be just something different many people gravitate towards things that they're not used to or don't have mm -hmm. right not to put make a human being a tangible thing like that but yeah it it the psychology of it is so much deeper um yeah um wow. that's that's it's a heavier note than I plan on getting yeah. into. In I the mean, even, even applying for college, what did you put when you applied for college? I think I put, no, I, I know I put, I put Asian Pacific Asian Islander. Pacific Islander. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think, I don't remember. I think I checked a few boxes. Because I remember some, some things had even 
even for scholarships and stuff, you could select, like, even break it down to Puerto Rican, like, on Hispanic. But, yeah, you know, I was doing... Because there was stuff... But there, there was, there stuff was breaking for, down between Hispanic and yeah. Latin. But that's for, like, scholarship situations, African right? African-American and, you know, which, again, we talked about before, just irks me. Yeah. Black. But the demo wasn't that broken down. I mean, the demographics, uh, like, demographic selections for right. colleges, high schools, et cetera, were very, you know... High level, we're very Asian Pacific Islander is everybody, right? And what's also funny is in even within, but it's also okay. So like the whole dark skin, light skin, and my black situation, it's so interesting. Which is what I learned from my my perspective. We'll touch base on that in the next episode. Is that in Jersey, being around that many Indian people, you also got to see things that came over from India. Um, by that I mean yeah. if you are dark skin Indian, not so welcomed as if you were light skin Indian. Right. right, the whole "am I black" thing occurs there as well, which I had no idea about. So, and I, and I think subconsciously for other people, unfortunately, or unfortunately for me, unfortunately, in a, as a society as a whole, I've benefited from that effed up system where, though I'm perceived to be black, I'm clearly not very dark. Right. So subconsciously, for yeah, you get the best of both in, worlds in, in if people's you will. in people's eyes, which is really messed up. It's it's more like the acceptable color and acceptable black for many people which is beyond effed up and yeah. a whole other subject to get into well that's what it is you're acceptably you know? you're acceptable we're both acceptably brown yeah in our different demos if you yeah. will but yeah. yeah which has given us a huge benefit socially yeah um and on paper as well you can you can play the card yeah. on paper because I, I think i think employment wise too no doubt if we were darker with our our names and the way we look and the way people perceive us um, we would have had some negative ramifications of that, yeah. which is, again, I'll keep saying, just remarkably effed up. We'll, we'll touch on a story in the next one. We have a friend named uh, Lionel and how his, his resumes didn't go over as well um, based on the fact that his name is Lionel, um, except that L Lionel is by the opposite of, like, if you <laughs> see his name, you don't assume giant white dude Yes, is the point there. Um, but with that, um, we will take a break for... Saved by the Bell with the D. Um, this is uh, this is episode two, Saved by the Bell years. We'll do a continuation and get more into uh, the New Jersey experience and more about the the PG years, as Dom talks about, or year singular, as One Dom year. referred to. One year. Take it easy, everybody. Cool. Follow us, like us, all that good stuff. Talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The AIB Show. We hope you found it enjoyable. More show and content coming your way. In the interim, please feel free to check us out on IG and Facebook at The AIB Show. Again, please subscribe, follow, rate, review, etc. And more content coming your way on every social media platform.